what are the best dermoscopes for general practice? It'd be nice if you had a proper guide to explain the pros and the cons. Well, in this episode, we're going to have exactly that for you right now with Dr. Chin Weiber. She explains everything you need to know about various different dermoscopes, and she's got absolutely loads of them. There's so many more. <laughs> How many do you actually have? Well, that many. Um, <laughs> one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Well, I've got 11 here. So you're going to get a great opportunity to see which ones you want to consider, which ones you don't want to consider, and more importantly, her hacks as using these in practice easily and effectively for you. Let's tech enhance your primary care and learning. So welcome to this episode where we're going to review various different dermoscopes and we're joined again by Dr. Chin Weibru. So if you haven't checked out our episode earlier that is kind of like an introduction to dermoscopy, then definitely check that out. However, we're going to get started. So just again for our EGP learners, do you mind introducing yourself, Dr. Weibru? Yeah, that's cool. I'm Chin Weibru. I'm a GP in Cheltenham and I also do lots of teaching for PCDS, which is the Primary Care Dermatology Society on dermoscopy and also general dermatology. And I also teach on the uh, University of Cardiff uh, dermoscopy course, and I do some stuff for their diploma in practical dermatology as well. But basically I'm a jobbing GP. Mm -hmm. And I know that the Cardiff dermatology course is a well-respected one, so definitely appreciate all the work you've been putting into that. I know today we're going to be having a look at all the various different dermoscopes that you could potentially explore using if you're interested into it. And I, I know in our kind of pre-chat, this was something that you got really excited with because I know you've got a variety of them. You've probably got more dermoscopes than I've got keyboards, which is saying something. Um, but yeah, talk us through the options that people have if they do want to get into dermoscopy. And I know we're leading up to your, your absolute favourite. So let's get started, though. Absolutely. Let's get started. So I'm going to show you four different scopes today. And these are all hybrid scopes, which are the type to go for if you are going to be thinking about buying a dermatoscope. And these are the four that I think are most suitable for use in general practice. It's slightly different for secondary care potentially, um, but in general practice, these are your four. And I'm just going to switch over to a different webcam so that I can demonstrate for you. I'm going to start off with this one here. Just take it out of its box. Here we go. So this is the, is it looking a bit, there we go, that's it in focus now. So this is the Iluco IDS 1100 scope. And this is the side you look through. And this is the side that is in contact with the patient. And this is a nice simple one um, and this is probably, I think this is the cheapest of the ones that I'm going to show you. It has an easy on off switch to identify because it's got the on off sign on it so you can turn it on like that. And then on this side there is a little button that says P and if you press the P button you can see the intensity or the, the nature of the light changes and also this little blue light comes on and off. So when it's on that's polarised and when it's off that's non-polarised and it has another button here which is the intensity switch and it has three levels of light intensity which is just um, quite helpful if you're someone that gets migraines for example you might want a lower light intensity but you want a higher light intensity to take a photo. Now like all of the ones I'm showing you it has a magnet here 
And this magnet will fit to the standard Dermlite adapter. So it will just attach on like that to your camera if you have that case, or if you're using the universal adapter that I'll show you at the end, again, it just attaches perfectly onto that, like that. And so you turn it on and you focus it by extending the end plate, like so. And then this bit is gonna go in contact with the patient's skin and you have to get your eye up really close here to be able to see through it if you're looking through it and you can adjust the focus as you're doing it like that and this one does not have a marker on it to tell you when it's focused for taking the camera so you do just have to do that manually so that's the Iluco IDS 1100 it's a very good value scope very handy for sharing around a practice where you have lots of different people using it and the reason for that is that it's so well labelled for what the buttons are and what they do. The main downside with this one is that this end plate is quite large. And if you can just make out, there is a little circle here. That's the useful focus area of the end plate. That's the bit you can see when you look through. And that's the bit that you line up for your camera when you look through. But it's got quite a lot of extra wasted space here. So it's fantastic for looking at something on a flat surface, for example, on the back. Um, but if you're trying to use it on the face, you find you may find that just the size of the end plate gets in the way a bit. Having said that, you can get a small contact end plate for it. And to change them, you literally just pull it off like that and it attaches back on with a magnet and you can get a small contact one which attaches on with a magnet as well. So this is great for occasional use by people that don't use a dermatoscope very often, which makes it a really good one for sharing around a general practice where you've got lots of different people using it who don't know how to do it, basically, because you can't go far wrong with that one. So that's a really good one. And that's the that's the cheapest, generally, of the three basic ones I'm going to show you. Next one is this one. So this is a Heine Delta One. Um, it's a very similar price. And um, this one again has a nice easy switch. It doesn't have the marker on it to tell you it's an on off switch, but if you press it, it turns it on. It doesn't have the P next to it to tell you this switch is between polarized and non-polarized, but as you can see, the light comes on when you do that. And this one here, the other switch, does the other thing that it does, which it has three levels of light intensity, just the same as the Iluco IDS 1100 does. This one, you focus it by twisting here and that pushes that end plate out. So in all of them, essentially, the focus is done by moving the lenses closer to the skin or further away from them. And in this one, you can see there is a little gap. How can I show you this best? There's a little gap underneath here that can let dust into the back of the end plate. So I just put my finger in there. Um, and so you do need to take the end plate off to clean it from time to time. And on this one, the end plate clips off nice and easily and it goes back on easily. But you have to be really careful with this one because if you do what I've just done and you think it's on 
but actually it's not on properly, then when you put it away and get it out again, it may just fall off because I haven't attached it properly. So you do need to click it on until it clicks when you put it back on again. The other slightly annoying thing about this one is whilst it has this magnet here, the magnet is attached to the bit that you twist to extend the end plate. So if you've put your camera on, if you put your phone on and then you move the phone to line it up, you can see that is changing the focus on the scope. And that's that's fine once you get to know that that's what's happening. But it is a bit of an irritation with this scope. But otherwise, it's a really good scope. So that's your Heine Delta One. The Heine Delta One, by the way, does have, there is a Heine phone adapter. It's this little thing here, which you stick on. So it's a universal phone adapter. You stick that onto your phone. The downside of that, though, is that you just get one of them. So you can only attach it to one phone. These Heine adapters have a little bit that sticks out there. So it will work. It'll attach to a Heine scope. But this will not attach to other types of dermatoscope. The Heine one. Heine one only works with Heine. So generally speaking, I would always recommend getting the Dermlite universal adapter for attaching to your phone. And it attaches to the magnet perfectly, as you can see. Just trying to take it off. So that's your Heine Delta one. Um, and then the next one, and sorry, one more thing to say about the Heine Delta one is that it does have quite a large end plate still. Um, and so again, if you're using it on the face, it's quite hard to get into the small areas. This one, a similar price to the other two. This is the Dermlite 200 Hybrid. And this is an excellent scope. Um, it's a similar price to the other two. The only thing with this one, though, is that it's quite hard to work out if you're not used to using it, where to turn it on and where to switch modes. Because if you look at it in its silicon sleeve, it doesn't have any obvious buttons. Now, there is a little dimple on the side here and there's a little dimple on the side here. One of them is the on off button. The other one is the button that switches between polarised and non-polarised mode. And Underneath the silicon sleeve, they're not actually labelled, but this one has a little P and a little light. And so I'll put that back on. So basically what you do is you press these until it comes on. So there you go. I found the one that turns it on. It was this one, which means the other one is the one that switches it between polarised and non-polarised. And when it's polarised, you can see there is this little tiny dot there, which you can just make out this little blue light. You can just make out through the silicon sleeve. This one, I'm just going to turn it off whilst I do that. And you press the button and hold it to turn it off. This one, to focus it, you twist it out like that. And that extends the end plate. Once again, as you can see, you can get dust behind the end plate. So you do have to take it off to clean it from time to time. And to take it off to clean it, the easiest way to do that is you just extend it a bit further and it clicks. And then you can just take this off, give it a clean, stick it back on again, press it firmly as you turn it and that will reattach it. So that's how you do it for cleaning it. And then sometimes the same as with the other two, if you want to take the end plate off, 
and take a photo because you don't want to touch the surface of the thing. You can also take that bit off. You can put it on the skin and you can use it in polarised mode to take a photograph of something where you don't want to touch the surface of the lesion, for example, because um, uh, because it's bleeding or because it's got blood vessels on the surface that you are uh, pressing on when you use it. Again, with this one, when you put it back on, you have to be really careful that you've attached it properly all the way round because otherwise it will fly out across the car park, as has happened to me on occasion. And the other thing with this one is that it has these disposable caps, which just sit on it like that. It will work in polarised and non-polarised mode with the cap on. And the idea of the cap is it's there for hygiene purposes. And so if you've got a wet or a bleeding lesion, then you've got that cap there, which you can dispose of afterwards. So that is a fantastic all round scope. Again, it has the magnet here so that you can just attach it straight to whichever of the Dermlite adapters you're using. Doesn't work with the Hiney, does work with the Dermlite, but the Dermlite adapter is the better one to be using anyway. And um, it doesn't have anything that tells you when it's perfectly focused, so you do have to do that manually. Um, it's a really good scope and it has a smaller end plate with much less redundant area around the edge of the end plate. So it's fantastic for looking at things on faces as well as anywhere else on the body. So overall, it's a slightly better scope than the other two. But the downside of it is that you have to know how to use it and be used to using it. It's not quite as idiot proof, for example, as this one, which has its on off switch, its P button and its brightness button. So you know what everything does because it's labelled kind of thing. So those are the three to be thinking about if you're thinking about buying a scope for the practice, particularly one to be shared around. And if you are buying one to be shared around, I would recommend that you get one of these bits of equipment, which is the Dermlite Universal Phone Adapter. And the way this works is basically you can attach any phone into it. So I'll just put my phone into it there. You screw it on there to hold it in place. And then you can adjust this and you can move that around. So on my my camera has uh, my phone just has one camera. If you have a phone with multiple cameras, you can put it across whichever camera it is that it's using. And then that just attaches magnetically to any of these scopes. And it's a good, good solid uh, connection that you've got there. If you have a phone with three or four cameras and you're not sure which is the one that's actually going to be used, then what you do is you attach it like this, but you just loosen this nut here so that this can move around. You put your scope on and turn it on. And then you put your scope down onto something um, that's got a pattern on it so that you can see and you just line it up until the camera is lined up, hold it in place and then do that up. And that's a great top tip for the phones that have multiple cameras. Awesome. So I guess before we get to your favourite one, which I know is one that we really want to show, um, there's a couple of questions I had. So I know people have talked about using much cheaper kind of dermoscopes, you know, things like jewellers loops and that kind of stuff. What's your particular view on using those, Chin? 
I think there are, I mean, there are pros and cons with everything, really. The jeweler's loop, the key thing is to make sure you get one that actually works as a dermatoscope. Um, and so, for example, this type here, mm -hmm. this little thing here, is a jeweler's loop, costs about 75 quid on Amazon. And you turn it on, it's got a little switch on the side for turning it on. Now, this one's actually got its batteries run out. She said, let me just see if I have another one here. Here's one I prepared earlier. There we go. This one actually has got working light. Uh, and this one, you press the button. This one will only stay on for as long as the button is pressed. And you've got 10 times magnification and you've got a uh, glass plate there. So if you use contact fluid on this, and by contact fluid, I basically mean either alcohol gel or good old fashioned aqua gel. And mm -hmm. um, if you use contact fluid with it, you put it on the skin, you turn it on and you look through it, you will get a dermoscopic view. The downside of this, though, is that it's quite hard to take a picture because it doesn't have a magnet attached here. So you're going to have to hold your camera up to it. Mm -hmm. And if you're holding your phone up to it and you're trying to take a picture, you really need a hand to hold it and a hand to just be focusing and enlarging and tapping the screen and actually taking the picture and someone's got to hold the scope and press the button to keep the light on so the patient can do that that's fine mm -hmm. and actually you know as an option it's not a bad option um, the picture quality you get through it is not bad um, the batteries do tend to run down quite quickly and when the batteries are running down you get poorer quality pictures and the other thing to look out for is the graticule so the scale on this. This one has uh, an x-axis and a y-axis. But because these are jewellers loops, there are some that have graticules that basically are there for um, measuring the size of gemstones. And so you have so many different graticules on it that they just get in the way of what you're looking at through it. Okay. So as so long as you get the one with the, the straight cross x and y-axis on it, though, this is not a bad option. Um and it will help you to tell a Seb K from something else, but it's difficult to take pictures. And if you are someone who's wanting to do dermoscopy to take pictures to get advice, then you're probably better off with one of the other ones. But having said that, this is one tenth of the price mm -hmm. of most of the others. So, you know, pros and cons, swings and roundabouts. Okay. And I guess I've also seen dermoscopes that kind of look like fundoscopes. Can you give us an idea of what they're like and your thoughts? Certainly. So uh, probably the ones you're thinking about are going to be either this one, which is the Opticlar, or this one, which is the Heine. And they're pretty similar, except the Heine is a really good quality, robust thing. And the mm -hmm. Opticlar is made of plastic. And I don't use it very much because mine got broken. Okay. But the advantage of this is it does actually sit on an ordinary Welsh Allen handle so if you have a Welsh hand, a Welsh Allen otoscope ophthalmoscope you can use that handle for your mm -hmm. optical, which is fine and um, it turns on this is a slightly old-fashioned one um, and this one to switch it between polarized and non-polarized mode you have to actually twist this bit okay. which means that when you're using it you have to hold it st steady and twist the handle which is not ideal um it is plastic and bits fall off and these bits just come off quite easily mm -hmm. um but 
the other thing about this one again is it doesn't have the um it doesn't have the magnetic ring for attaching the camera to it so okay. it has its own special thing which is this mm -hmm. and this bit now has a metal ring on it so i can attach that and then this sits on top of it to take the picture but it's just resting on top of it it's not sort of firmly attached as it is okay. with the other ones so these are a cheaper alternative and i have to say that actually you can buy this bit on its own if you've already got the handle and that is a bit cheaper but don't expect it to last a long time because they are not robustly made these ones there are plastic okay. bits in here that break she says which is why i don't use it because it's broken okay right. if you've got the hiney mm -hmm. this one's a fantastic bit of equipment um if you've got one of these fantastic they work really well there's two sorts one sort you have to take this bit off and exchange it to change between polarized and non-polarized and the more modern ones have a little button there that you press to change between polarized and non-polarized but again the photographing thing involves this extra bit here that clips over the top because it doesn't have the magnetic attachment there i wish it would if it did it would make it a very different um very different actually it would put that one way up there on my list of definitely one to recommend if it just had a magnetic um circle there okay but there we go so if we were recommending a dermoscope you know this is you you know your chance to share the one the which one. one would it be yeah the one the one so i have as you can tell i've got quite a selection of dermatoscopes and mm. i have made sure that i've used all of them repeatedly just to be quite clear about which one is my favorite and i have to say for a long while i would sort of move between those three that i've just shown you and be quite happy using any of them and just pick whatever happened to be closest to hand and, and then i got one of these and this is a derm like dl4 and now i have one of these i basically don't use any of the others unless i'm using them for teaching or something like that because this is absolutely awesome okay this is the best bit of kit ever can we have a closer look at it yeah so this one is the dl4 beautiful piece of equipment it has got a magnet here so that it attaches directly onto the adapter very firmly it has got one button so simple you press the button and it turns it on you press it again and it switches between polarized and non-polarized mode and you keep your finger on it and it turns it off the other thing it has is as you twist it out to focus it on the side here there's a little measuring scale and when it's on zero on the measuring scale like that that means it is perfectly set up for you to attach your camera or your phone to it and that will be perfectly focused and that is a really good tip it's also completely enclosed so you're not going to get dust behind the end plate so you don't have to take it off to clean it it comes with some of these and you can buy extras which are um, caps that go on the end they're not the same size by the way as the caps that go on this one so the caps that go on this one don't fit that one they are different sizes but it does 
have some caps, um, which means that you can be more hygienic about it. And if you do have something where you want to take the end plate off so that you can rest it on this, rest it to take your picture, but without um, without compressing the vessels on the surface, you can do that perfectly. It still works like this. And then you just clip it back in again very firmly and it clicks on like that. And that is beautiful. And it has fantastic optics, really, really good quality optics. Um, having said that, actually, all of these have really good optics. It's very well focused all the way to the edge of the field, as all of these are. Um, but it's just beautiful. It's so simple and it's small and it's easy to use. And of course, it charges again, like all of them, with the micro USB. This is definitely my number one absolute favourite dermatoscope. That's the one that if you're buying one for yourself and money's no object, that's definitely the one to go for. Awesome. So out of interest, how much would these dermoscopes set somebody back by? Yeah, it's an interesting question, that one. Um, so the three that I showed you there are in the region of about £700 plus that. Mm -hmm. um, this one is more like... 11 or 1200 plus that okay um, and so yeah so this is for the, this is for the real enthusiast and this is the one you keep to yourself because you don't want anyone else borrowing it if you're sharing it around the practice get one of those ones fair enough cool and i know that you've done a lot more in-depth reviews which people can have a look at on the pcds website for each of the individual um dermoscopes and stuff directly so if people do want to check those out i'll put the links to those down below so you can have a look and look at them in even more depth although to be honest that was amazing i mean really good quality clear pros and cons of each uh, you know I, I must admit I, I was enthralled throughout the whole thing so thank you for that i've really enjoyed it no worries at all thank you very much for having me that was um that was really good fun and hopefully i'll see lots of people at the pcds um, Dermoscopy for Absolute Beginners course, which is definitely the one to start with, even if you've been using a dermatoscope for a little while. Mm -hmm. um, Dermoscopy for Absolute Beginners has got loads of stuff about how to get the best out of your scope, how to get the best quality pictures, under really understand what you're doing and understand the, the basics of it um, as a sort of a, a building block to get on and, uh, and learn some more about dermoscopy, which is just so exciting. You know, you can... Just a little top tip for you here, by the way. Mm -hmm. If you've got kids and they're scratching their heads, with a dermatoscope, you can have a look and you can tell the difference between a bit of dandruff and a knit, which is basically the head louse case. And not only that, you can see whether the knits have actually got nymphs in them or not. So you wow. can see whether you need to carry on knit combing. You can, with a dermatoscope, you can check your diamonds are real. You can check out. There's so much more to it than just looking at lesions and stuff. It's really exciting and pretty. But I have to say that head lice are one of my favourite things <laughs> to look at with the tomatoscope when I get a chance because it just makes life so much easier. Sure. Just make sure you clean it properly afterwards. That's the, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. As always, EGP Lens, if you've got any comments or questions, let us know. If you do want to check out the introduction to dermoscopy episode that we've got, have a look at that. That's coming up right up here for you. Alternately, YouTube's probably recommending another one for you to have a look at right here. And as always, EGP Lane is here to help save you and your patients' time by taking hands to your primary care and learning. And we'll catch you in the next episode. <laughs>